Good morning. Hello. AJ McCall on VFX. Now, uh, this morning, look, conspiracy theories can be fun, albeit sometimes dangerous, as I think a lot of us have seen recently. This one I think is fun because I don't know that it's necessarily breaking new information, but when you add more validity to it, I think it starts to add up. Uh-huh. So there's a new documentary calling out called The Phenomenon. Okay. And it specifically goes into detail on the 1967 report of an object that flew over a Montana military base. Okay. While 10 missiles on site became inoperative. Uh-huh. In the documentary, former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid says the government's been hiding key details about UFOs for years. Now, yes. I know it's been kind of a jumbled up year. I don't know if anybody remembered they've released uh, top secret files. Uh, yeah. Tom DeLong from Blink One Eighty Two. He was apparently. basically the one that was like, yeah. "Hey guys, check it out." <laughs> as weird as it sounds to say that sentence out, but they've kind of confirmed it now. All of a sudden, again, Senate Majority Leader, someone who had some some power, yep. saying, "Oh yeah, they've been covering it up." I don't know, man. Again, in 2020, I don't. When was it? was the Tom DeLonge thing this year? Was it late last year? Because honestly, it's a blur at this point. Uh, it was last year because it was at the same time as the Storm Area 51 thing. Right. Okay. So that was last year, but just seems like this stuff's kind of come out. And I feel like we haven't made as big a deal about this. Like all of a sudden, the government's like, "Yeah, UFOs exist," and then there was that big thing at the beginning, and then it's like. And then we got away from it, and then obviously 2020 you went know, down the other hole. Things have, other things have taken yeah. priority. But again, they're real. Yeah. <laughs> they're covering them up. Yeah. So, you know. But, you know. Aliens is still an option to close out 2020, I suppose. Yeah, it's possible. So all of a sudden, they're like, all right, look, we're going to show you what we got. Oh, no, they got free. No, no. I mean, honestly, I think you've said it before on the show. It all started with that storm F- area 51 thing. I feel like since then everything's just yep. downhill. Yep. So, yeah. But let's let's leave the creepy conspiracy theory behind. Just something you should know, be aware of. Uh there's this challenge going around about your significant other and McCall of course has been with Dustin for 7 years. Yeah. Ashley and I just celebrated 3 years so we've we've got some some time on our side. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we were instantly in love right away, even for our significant others. And the game is, what did they think first? The challenge is to try and figure out or guess what you think your spouse's or significant other's first opinion was of you, AJ and McCall on VFX. Because, of course, you could dote all day on your significant other. That's not difficult. Right. But what did you do? To win them over. Or maybe you left them on the fence and you gradually warm down over time. McCall, what did Dustin initially think of you? Well, um, I guess he ended up texting his sister after our first day. And he sent her a message and was like, she's really weird. But I like her. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly, if that doesn't like encapsulate me as a human being, I really don't I was, know what does. I was going to say, you really haven't moved that much far no, off that. So really... No. I've just like you are apparently very very upfront with him because that's yeah. who you are. It's like I've just like picked picked and choosed my my lovely little attributes and like grown them. So yeah. <laughs> I've stayed true to my original self. Sure. You know, weird. You know, totally weird. <laughs> Not even just slightly weird. Like no, she weird. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, that's uh, at least you stayed. Uh, I was going to say flatline while working up because I think for Ashley, she first met Winnie Wednesday, uh-huh. and I think that initial impression was good, then down, then back up again because, mm. you know, my public persona is very friendly and open, whereas my private persona is very much more reserved and quiet. Yes. So it was it was up, down, up, and then I won her over because I generally think I'm kind of humorous. Yeah. And, you know, I thought she was really pretty, so it was really easy to pay attention to her. Yeah. But her biggest thing she got. I actually, I, not about bragging her about, but me and, uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, weird probably came up in mine as well. I, I wish I had a text message. Just lucky you got the confirmation there so you can know for sure what his initial thoughts were. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't sound so excited about that. No, I, I, I think it's great. I mean, I, I love it. I thought he was, like, super attractive from the get-go. I was like... Wow. Hi. So that was cool. And 
then I tell him that kind of stuff, and he's like, "You're weird. Don't." <laughs> I'm like, well, "Yes." You're just playing into again his initial thoughts. We're I just mean, it's doing just full the thing. Circle. Full circle. Here we are. I'm just weird. <laughs> you just do this. <laughs> oh gosh! Wow. We uh. Did you expect that? Kind of dorks. No, I was going to say no, we're kind of dorks. Totally. Oh, 100% dorks. <laughs> like there's not even like a itty bitty little no, bit of chance. Not at no, all. not at all. Definitely. <laughs> I do want to throw in happy birthday, Ashley, because it is her Woo, birthday today. Happy birthday, Ashley. I should do that. Uh, well, I'm talking about uh, what she initially thought of me. It would be good if she thought he remembers my birthday. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, yeah. I thought so. It's basic. It's a good thing. <laughs> right. Eventually one, I haven't checked Facebook yet and reminded me. Oh. Eventually one day. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll get to pick for me, best man, McCall, maid of honor. Maybe. And when you get chosen to do that, it's a huge honor, right? Totes. Except one listener was like, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I really don't blame them. What exactly? What could make them turn it down that McCall would say, yeah, all right, that's, that's legit. Yeah, it's okay. What would make you turn down being at a wedding? What would make you turn down being the best man in a wedding? Well, we got a listener who's <laughs> facing that decision right now. Probably having a falling out. AJ and McCall at VFX for the crumbled debate at eight. Anonymous writes, so I had a very serious girlfriend in high school. We dated till graduation. We talked about marriage, decided we were too young, and then I joined the services and got deployed. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't really work. Long distance is challenging, so we agreed to part ways. Uh-huh. A few months later, when I'm back visiting, I find out from one of my friends that my ex is now dating my best friend. Mm. I confront him about it, and he says it just happened. Okay. Apparently, he was there for her. They started hanging yeah, out yeah. after the breakup, mm. and one thing led to another, now they're dating. Mm. That all happened three years ago. Okay. Recently got home. I'm dating an awesome girl. Find out that my uh, former best friend, because he reached out to me, proposed they're going to get married, and he wants me to be his best man. Mm. He said he misses that we aren't close, and since I'm in a serious relationship, maybe I could forgive him, and we can go back to the way we were. I don't know. That's hard. Because I feel like, sure, you probably could go back to the way that you were. However... I feel like there's too much because it was a serious relationship with that other girl that that his best friend is now marrying. Young or not, two and a half plus years, a long time. I just don't think that that is, I don't know. Sure, you can go. It's a bold choice. I was going to say, it's a bold choice, best man. Absolutely. Go, definitely. I mean, you could could definitely sweep some stuff under the rug, be happy for him and whatever. But yeah, to be best man is like, you know. Yeah, I don't I'm gonna like grab that. Grab a handful of popcorn shrimp and blow out. And of there. I am blowing out of there. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't think that's the greatest of choices. But uh, that's my own personal opinion. Not to mention, too, McCall and I've talked about all the time. Fun fact for everyone out there, because it's Utah weddings happen all the time post post pandemic. What? The sweet spot is not best man made honor. It comes with lots of lots of titles and glory. Yeah. Also comes with a ton of responsibilities. Sure. Bold choice to pull this guy in because you got you're running around making sure seating's done. You're checking on everything because you know it's their wedding day. You're what? trying to make things smoother for them. Whoo! Yeah, I don't like that. I I don't blame him. I would say no too. You're saying no. I'd say no. Wendy, what do you think about this? Should he be the best man? Should he just suck it up? Okay, so I I see both sides because like. Look, he was there to support her when she was sad and alone, and I get it, but, like, it was a mutual. You guys decided to, like, you know, not be together because it's long distance, yada, yada, whatever. But, like, dude, isn't there a rule, like, you don't go after your man's girl or your girl, your girl's yes. man? Like, you're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That is bro code. That is bro there's code. Pro- there's a stretch. <laughs> I think the longer they're in a relationship, I don't, I don't remember what the math is on it. I forget the equation off the top of my head. But there's some kind of equation where their amount of time divided by something equals how long you have to wait. <laughs> yeah, right? Not just, like, right after. Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, it would have been different if it was, like, just right after they just broke up and right. whatever. But, like, but he jumped on that. Like, it was like, okay, he's gone. Peace out. Let's get him. Uh, I... <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Well, it's a funny thing. I think our listener doesn't have ill feelings. He's just like, I don't want to be there. Like, I don't hate anybody. I just don't want to be around it. Right. It's kind of awkward now. It's more awkward than anything. Totally. Let's take care of the elephant in the room. (laughs) All right. I'm banging your ex. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. It's more awkward than I think than anything now. 
Bold choice to ask totally. your former best friend that you haven't talked to in like years to be your best man. Totally. Like, what's he going to say in his speech <laughs> if he gets the speech? I, have, I don't know, man. Maybe they'll remove that's his a, speech. Might be a, a smart thought. thing. That's a thought. Like, what is he going to say? He hasn't talked to him. He has literally no idea what the history of their relationship is other than the start. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so I went away and they got together. I didn't, I'm not making it awkward. I'm telling the truth. This is just what happened. I'm just going to cut his mic. Like, I'm, uh, there's just so many I'm nightmares. I'm so happy. It's not going to go well. Nope. Don't do it. Save everyone the pain. Let them enjoy their day. You move on and be happy in your life. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. I hope it's not a ploy for gifts. I don't think it is. Based on the message, even he says he thinks he's trying to reconnect the, the friend that reached out to our listener there. But I mean, sure, good for him, but also like... No. What's the saying? Sometimes you just got to leave well enough and well enough well, well enough, enough alone. alone. You yes. got to leave elephants alone. That's what I was trying leave to say. Leave those dang elephants alone. Leave well enough alone. I think this is that situation. I think yeah. my dad told me cliches all the time as a kid for this exact moment when you just leave well enough alone. I think that's what it is. But man, I think that's fair. I feel bad for our listener because all of a sudden all this stuff's brought back up again. Now you got to kind of process it again, whereas you probably just were able to just forget, just let it drift away. Yeah. <sighs> don't go. That's what we decided. Best man or not, mm-mm, don't go. If we catch the criminal, you win a prize. It's like a carnival game. Yeah. Frankly, Florida is kind of the carnival of the United States. Yeah. AJ yeah. And McCall on VFX. Three headlines, please. Okay. Headline number one. Guy dressed as Superman for Halloween actually avoided uh, jail. Because he headbutted someone over a Bible. The whole lot of, I don't know what's going on Whoa, here. Whoa, there's like Superman wouldn't do that. I'm pretty sure it doesn't say that in the Bible. There's yeah. like so much wrong with that. Yeah, so there's headline one. Then we got headline two, which involves a family that has some Halloween decorations that include a fake fire that apparently looks so real they had to call the fire department. Yeah, it's a, little, season, it's my a dude. little bit of a downturn from normally the fake body one. I know. It, you know, so it's a little, it's a little less crazy than yeah, normal. Yeah, and then headline number three, a loose emu is leading authorities on a chase through neighborhoods. Because you know, emus. <laughs> what the deuce, man. <laughs> Not technically a criminal, but should be, right? <laughs> oh, no. McCall's bias against birds has crept in again. <laughs> I like emus. That's fair. Now, we all know that McCall's the keeper of the Florida Not Story. Just answer me a question real quick, AJ McCall at VFX. Do you have, like, uh, another stash of, like, bird stories that you keep around just for whenever you need them? No. I can't reveal that secret. Color me not convinced. Ha. Now, Chance, different story. Something more up your alley, because I, I I don't want to expose you necessarily to McCall's bias against birds if you're not there yet. <laughs> but do you remember the story where Superman headbutts someone over a fake Bible? Uh, I do not. Yeah, no, see, I, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a thing. Maybe maybe DC's testing out some new storylines for future movies. I don't know. Let, let's <laughs> let, <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear this story, see if we catch a criminal from Florida. Okay, so we got story number one, which involves a guy who dressed up as Superman. Now, this happened a couple of Halloweens ago. And he drunkenly headbutted a guy at a bar over a fake Bible. He's avoided jail time now. So he got a two-year suspended sentence for assault. Um, oh. Anyway, he broke this guy's nose. His Jeez. name is Dennis. Dang oh. you, Dennis. Like, what, what was the argument? Like, he was like, show me the verse right now. He's like, dude, this is a prop. No, come on. Let's see it. Dude, this is part of a costume. Bam! Like, it doesn't say. What was the argument over? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. So there's story one. Then we got story number two, which involves a family who has some Halloween decorations up that makes it look realistic enough that there are um, firefighters that are coming to their home. Now, I guess they began doing their uh, Pirates of the Caribbean themed creation Hmm. years ago. So they've added things and they decided, you know what, let's add this blaze inside. Uh, I don't know. They ended up calling the, the fire department numerous times, though. They arrived to just admire a spooky spectacle. <laughs> Frankly, I could live with it because when you have like fake fire or fire in uh, Florida, not, I just assume it was going to start like an actual fire. So yeah. the fact that it's fake, I just I'd look, I don't want the firefighters inconvenience because oh. they got other stuff to deal with. Yeah. But still way less serious than it normally would be in Florida. Mm-hmm. And then we got story number three, police, animal control and state wildlife officials, uh, <laughs> officials were summoned to a neighborhood in which a emu was reported running loose and chasing locals. Gosh dang emus. 
Like they just, that's just what they do, you know? So they ended up having these people chase these emus. The witnesses said the emu was chasing pedestrians before the authorities arrived. And then as soon as the authorities arrived, obviously it was like, not me officers. No, I didn't, I didn't do it. Mind my business. Yeah. Just, uh, anyway, it burned it up, got fenced, got into a fenced in area, got penned up. They kind of walked this guy into the trailer and apparently he didn't really put up much resistance. He was just like, Oh, Okay. Okay, so the... He just, uh, he just admitted defeat. You got me, officers. Yeah, uh, you got it me. It was me. The large bird's owner was out of town, and it had been left in the care of a friend when it escaped. That friend will no longer be watching an email. No, that friend was like, no, I got it. I, I totally got it. So there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> Story yeah. one, one, two, or three. Which one do you think is from Florida? Uh, I think it's number one. See, I was leaning that way, but the fact that that guy didn't get jail time, like, that's a no-no. In Florida, not people always get jail time. It's true. I mean, we're normally yeah. dealing with actual criminals. Yeah. I want I to go with, granted, no jail time, so I'm kind of going back on my argument. I think it's three just because it's recent and crazy, because two, like, nothing happened. Like, firefighters got called, but there's no crime or nothing, so that's definitely not Florida. So you're telling me it's three? I think it's three. Well, let's go with three, then. You know the answer, right? Fingers crossed. Let's find out. Here we go. Uh, McCall, is it story number three? It is. I Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Would have been really deflating if I was like, all right, is it story number three? No. Oh, I didn't know the answer. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Such a bummer. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't the case. All right. I need to know one piece of information. Okay. Where was the emu? In Florida, duh. Wait, what? We we literally wow. just found that out, Apparently, AJ. I don't, That's I, what happened. I used all of my brain ha, ha, ha. power and then Florida. Just reset. Jeez. I was very confused. I did not know what was going on. Wow. Where was what? <laughs> he was in a neighborhood. Got arrested. Oh, my God. Arrested emu. Okay. Well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I had just enough, just enough for that second with, with chance, and then apparently it was gone. Wow. AJ McCall VMX chance wins Florida or not. The reason I wanted to ask again, I guess, was to confirm because uh, wildlife kind of going nuts this week with that story. And then I don't know if people have seen, but uh, we've had our own kind of crazy story happen here in Utah. Yes. And if you haven't, wow. Okay, so based on my brain fart, let me double check. So this story did happen in Utah, right? Stop it. I need to double check because no. my brain apparently melted four minutes ago. AJ and McCall on VFX. So we started Florida not with an emu who was terrorizing people, running around, pooping on stuff, doing bird stuff. Yeah. Making his little drum noise with its <laughs> chest. They do that. It's the I'm weirdest sure. thing. They walk around. It's like, boom. It sounds I like someone's banging a drum. On all wild animals. Once we get Why? past house cat, I have no idea. Uh-huh. But if you missed it, there was oh. a guy who went through a Slate Canyon near Provo, uh-huh. and for six minutes he got followed by a cougar. No, not an older lady who no, wouldn't no, no. leave him alone. Mm-mm. Big old cat. It's crazy. The video itself is nuts. Now, I'm sure you've seen it because it has gone viral. If not, it's going on our Facebook Do you page know- right now. Oh. Okay. Um, did you know how terrifying that would be to look at those? When you look at a run, the paws go around and like- yeah, it's, because it's of the weird. Amount, mo- I'm glad you pointed but, that out. But it's, it's a weird motion It's crazy because you look at it and it's like, how much land can that thing cover? Oh, I'm sure when it does that, you yeah. know what I mean? Like a- absolutely unreal, un un unreal. I I don't I I don't know. The dude First, it was like six minutes. I so, would poop my pants. I don't know how he did it. Definitely. So uh, the guy, according to wildlife experts, uh, he did just what he was supposed to do. Anytime he would turn around was when that that cougar would pounce on him. Right. Um. So that was his. I guess kudos to him for doing the thing. Word of advice. If y'all ever see any baby kitties in the wild area that you happen to be traveling in, do not walk towards them. Do Smart. not walk towards them. Smart. You, As soon as you see baby kitties, you think, oh, there's a mom. Oh, oh back up. Back yeah. up very slowly. Because I feel like there are things that could have been uh, solved prior to 
because of the pursuit of the little baby kitties at the beginning. Because then Mama Kitty was like, absolutely not. Get back. I mean, that, yo, that adds up. That terrifying. tracks. Terrifying. Yeah, take a lesson from a call who once heard uh, in the bushes. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. From what I understand, they won't bother you unless they have babies. Because well, for the like, most part, they just like watch you. I feel like that's most animals, right? They won't bother you if you don't bother them. For the yeah. most part. Yeah. But if you come up towards their babies, it's like, I'll murder you. You will die. Man, you will die today. That's a wake up. Can you imagine that? I, I know like Southern, well, it's still kind of up Northern Utah, but from down there and further South, they've had a little bit better track record with the COVID or whatever, but maybe finally the guy gets to have some time around. Finally, like, oh, Cougar. All right. 2020. Thanks guys. All right. Great. Cool. Yeah. How <laughs> this year is gone. Oh man. The links on our Twitter, the video's up on Facebook. Check it out. Because, uh, wow, wow. Uh, but let's let's bring the energy back down. Nobody needs to be thinking about cougars right now when you doze back off. And you're like, oh, nightmare, thanks. But McCall, of course there's a dollar store. But, you know, that's, you can't shop there. That's that's low end. Oh. That's, that's but, no, 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 no. Like, you're you're like, higher class than that. No. Luckily, the frugal. dollar store heard your complaints and said, what? There are people that won't shop here because it's a dollar? Don't worry. We got you, fam. Oh. Look, when it comes to shopping, of course you defer to the McCall Taylor because she had a stretch there where she was one of the top shoppers around. I crushed it. AJ McCall on VFX. So- and then I got crushed <laughs> by credit card debt. Don't do this. Look, I had nothing against people shopping at Dollar General. It's not normally either. in my rotation, but... Wait, is it Dollar General or the Dollar Tree or the Dollar Store? Dollar General. Oh. It's norm- not normally in my rotation, but if I need something, I'm not against going there. But here's the thing. So they decided... <laughs> That the dollar store doesn't, you know, attract the high-end people. It's more of riffraff's place to go. Sure. So you got to target both ends of the clientele, McCall. That's sure. how you successfully become a great business. Uh, yeah. So they've decided the solution to target, again, high-end shoppers is to open a new store called Pop Shelf, where everything is $5 or less. So I got a problem with Dollar General. <laughs> I don't like them. That's fair. I don't like their stuff because I feel like they always say they're like dollar, but they're not. Like from what I've experienced, it is. I'm not a. Right. I'm not a big fan. All right. Um, Something to keep in mind with this five dollars or less thing. Dollar Tree, good with it. Dollar Store, also good with it. I go over to these stores like all the time. I feel like it's a very it's a very frugal oppor- opportunity for me. Um I really like it for decorating actually. Right, yeah, party supplies. It's usually what I end up there for. I mean, that too, but I was thinking like like for like wreaths and stuff if I make wreaths yeah. because they're like way it's way yeah. cheaper to get it there, but I like to do things like pick and choose and then I create my own montage of things. It's fun. But it's not great. but not Dollar General. No, I don't so like Dollar General. Not not Pop Shelf either. They're opening two in Nashville soon, and they're That's supposed to have stupid. about 30 around the country by the end of next year. Look, good for you guys, I guess, for chasing your dream. I just don't happen to resonate with your dream, so that's fine. <laughs> for the high-end shoppers at $5 or less. Look, I am all for it. I love, I absolutely love finding like really good finds at like Who does it? the dollar store, like Walmart or, you know, those kinds of places. <laughs> I can, I can go with that. I think that's great. I'm a call if you feel like splurging or spoiling yourself a little bit. You can nope. swing over to Pop Shelf. I'm not and, going know, to. Again, I don't like Dollar General. <laughs> so if someone asks you to describe a day in your life, easier said than done. But that was the challenge that McCall and I fa- uh, faced this week. TikTok Tuesday challenge between myself and McCall. The viral challenge. Who captured their life better? AJ and McCall on VFX. The challenge for TikTok Tuesday between AJ and McCall was a day in the life. Yep. So what was the theme to yours, McCall? Cause there's a- Mine was just what I did. That was my day. I didn't really have a theme. My theme was, what am I doing today? Okay, you're coming with me. Cool. Uh, so for mine, I went with kind of uh, the slow day, the general, oh, no, I wasted my day was kind of the vision that I had for mine. And that's how my day was filtered through in terms of that. And you can see both of them in a side-by-side comparison on our social media right now, Utah's VFX. And decide, no real criteria, maybe 
better video? What made you laugh? What you related to? Whose day's more enjoyable? But which one of you enjoys? We try these viral challenges for TikTok Tuesday, AJ versus McCall. Because the challenge you did, what's your day? And I feel like the answer's always tough. Because you're always like, eh, I didn't do anything. And then you gotta really ponder. McCall's day was definitely more exciting. I can tell you that. I looked at hers. Thanks. I liked hers a lot. Thanks. Check them out on our social media, Utah's VFX for TikTok Tuesday. You know, speaking of uh, life in the day, I'm a little bit concerned because uh, someone made the decision recently to return some, uh, let's call them souvenirs that she gathered because they basically ruined her life. And if there's something that happens in my life, when I travel, I try to find stuff to bring home. Yeah. Am I looking at the future? Uh-oh. Probably. So the TikTok Tuesday viral challenge up on our social media, Utah's VFX, is a day in life. And then I stumbled across this story of a woman from Canada who sent some artifacts back to the city of Pompeii, Italy, because they were cursed. Uh-huh. So when she was in her 20s, she apparently took two ceramic tiles and took them home. Souvenir's not uncommon. Right. Necessarily when you travel. But she says at 36, she's had breast cancer twice. Oh, her boy. and her family have had financial problems. And this is clearly just a curse. I want it gone. So she mailed them to a travel agent in Italy, hoping that that would cure it. Now, look, I don't wish ill on anyone. No. But, like, I bring artifacts home from places. Yes. Including when I was in Asia last year, I brought home artifacts. And now there's a global pandemic. Am I looking at my future right now? I don't really know. You know, I feel like it's just safe to assume that if you don't take things that aren't yours, you should be good. Right. What if I find it? Mm. Like, what if it's on the ground? Because <laughs> uh, that definitely did happen, specifically in Asia. Definitely found something on the ground. Mm. I guess it depends on what kind of something it is. Like, there's a place in, like, Hawaii that you're not supposed to take rocks right. or sand or anything. There. You leave it that belongs to the island. And there are people that have ta- have taken it, and there are people that have died because they have taken these artifacts. I've heard that story. Like, it's crazy. I to believe that story. I do, too. It's crazy. Like, there's just a, there's a lot of energy associated with things relics i guess you could say from different places okay okay yes what about the caveat that pompeii i believe i'm correct at this one is the town that was buried by a volcano yes, it was so maybe just maybe don't that that is part of it too and maybe it's just not that she took something maybe it's the fact that like this the city itself the track record not so good Track record is not so good. No. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have. Probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I'm going to have to keep an eye on Now I'm sort of curious. Because, like, that was the joke when I got back was all of a sudden this stuff happened. Oh, AJ went to Asia. And it's his fault. I was also on the West Coast for Christmas. But uh, maybe, just maybe, I angered some Asian spirits I shouldn't have. Keep an eye on that one. Speaking of uh, traveling or hearing from somewhere foreign, McCall's got a chance to get rich. Yeah. Six minutes on VFX. Look, when you have an option to get rich, unless you got to do some shady stuff, in which case, ignore this next part. You do it. Oh, okay. AJ and McCall on VFX. As McCall, as your friend and work spouse, I would be very unhappy with myself if I did not encourage you to follow this obviously not a scam opportunity. Thank you. To become independently wealthy. That is uh, that is very thoughtful of you. There's a lot of sarcasm in there for me saying I'm wishing that you become rich. That's yeah. Pretty, that's pretty ridiculous. I'm trying to say that I wish you become rich. Sure. Okay. I do. Okay. Thank you for that. So I, I got an email the other day, and this email came into my lovely little spam email, which means it's legit, obviously. Legitness. Sometimes spam flags things I that know. it doesn't mean to. I know it. So I figured, you know what? What the deuce? Let's look at it. The email goes a little something like this. Hello! With four exclamation marks. Because capture the audience, right? Hello, my dear. Please do not feel disturbed for contacting you. Based on my critical condition, I find myself, though it is finan- it is not financial problem, but my health, 
you might have know that cancer is not what to talk home about. Okay. Uh, She's I, not misreading this, just so we're No, all clear. I am reading this directly as this email has come through. This legit, legit, legit email. Yeah, not a scam. Mm-mm. I am married to Mr. Shine, Azuthin Matlan, I guess, who worked at the Tunu- Tunisian, Tunis- Tunisia, Tunisia Embassy in Burkina Faso for nine years before he died. We were married for 11 years without a child, without a children. Sorry. This is really hard for me to read. Like, yeah, I, your brain doesn't want to let you My do brain's it. like, no. <laughs> he died after a brief illness that lasted five days. Wow. Uh, since Jeez. his death, I decided not to remarry. When my late husband was alive, he deposited the sum of U.S. dollar 9.2 M. Now we're talking. Parentheses, $9,200,000 in a bank <laughs> in Burkina Faso. Presently, this money is still in bank. And my doctor told me I don't have time to live because of the cancer problem. Okay. You have time to write an email? Yeah. Having known my condition, I decided to hand over this fond to take care of the less privileged people. You will utilize this money the way I instruct herein. I want you to take 30% of the money for your personal use while 70% will go to charity. Yes. Close quote. I don't know where the quote is going to, (laughs) but it's a close quote. People and helping the orphanage. I I don't want my husband's efforts to be used by the government. I grew up as an orphan and don't have anybody as family. I expect your response via my private email. Regards, Mr. M- Mrs. Shahina's uh, Zumi. Th- th- I don't know how to say it. Written from hospital. <laughs> Crush so just it. to recap, this clearly not a scam. Not a scam. There's like nine and a half million dollars up for grabs. Thirty percent is McCall's. 70% yes. goes to charity. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have time to live or donate the money to charity herself mm. because she's dying, but she has time to send this email to a completely random stranger. As far as I know, McCall, I know you have like royal roots in your background. Sure. Maybe just maybe this is a, some kind of long, 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 long lost family member. And, uh, you know, your chips are getting cashed in. You're finally getting an inheritance. I don't think so, man. Don't we all miss the days of old when the prince of, uh, where were they always from? Nigeria. Nigeria. We're always hitting us up. Apparently they all they all needed to send the money. They all died off and now got diplomats from Burkina Faso. So obviously, McCall, you're going to email back, right? No. Oh, okay. Next Darn time. It. The next one will be legit. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> yeah. Now, normally, I feel like you would describe us in this building, McCall, as the Weird co-workers. Yeah. But that does not mean that we always sit on top of that throne. And I feel like that's just how it is. There's normal people. There's the quiet ones. Everybody's got weird co-workers. And we're going to hear some stories. You know, social media and the internet, they're glorious things. Mm -hmm. Because with them, you can connect to people everywhere. You can stay in communication outside of being face-to-face. It's amazing. AJ and McCall's crumble debated eight on VFX, but they can also capture the stupidity. Say you watch a coworker die on a hill that is completely unnecessary. It's super cringy, but it's not you. So you just get to watch and they embarrass themselves again and again and again. And you laughed. You're like, was it really worth it? Was it? Was it? And I'm sure everybody's posted something dumb on social media, but those aren't the best stories, McCall. I think the best stories are when they happen face to face. Oh, yeah. You know, like how many times anybody in this building has heard Producer Butters and I argue, and after they've listened for probably 35 seconds, they've heard, they're saying the same thing. They're literally fighting right now, but it's the same words. So what, what, do, we, what do we do? What do we do with this? I don't know, man. And it normally goes the same way. Eventually someone says something, goes, that's what I'm saying. And then the other one goes, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's, yeah, I agree. And then, then it's just done. That's how it goes. But we have our weird... Little ticks and stuff too, McCall, right? Like apparently people don't, or don't, not don't like, think it's weird. I bring three bottles and I just pour them into one as opposed to drinking out of all three. Mm-hmm. It's a refill, everybody. It's weird, but okay. I'll own up to it then. Fine. It's weird. But I want to hear weird coworker stories because there's no way. If you've ever worked somewhere that's not like, I don't know, three people, and even then, I don't know what the percentages are, you got to have a weird story, right? Well, yeah. there's no way in your work history you don't have a few weird coworkers along the way. 
I'm not sure if that's well. Let me decide if I'm going to actually share or not. (laughs) 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 We We got Jackie on the phone. Jackie, what weird thing did you catch your coworker doing? Um, I caught my coworker peeling the sunburn flakes in the walk-in one. Ew! That's not a place for that. No, that's like, disgusting. Like I was like, all right, like, look, guilty pleasure. Who doesn't like doing that? I'm with it, but in the walk-in, like, no. Ah, that's, gross. I'm pretty sure that's like health code violation. Somebody call the health health inspector. Something's getting shut down. Listen to the lady with the food handler's permit. Thank you. I still have it. Yeah, see, but there you go. Practically health inspector. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Gross. Okay, we're going to see if we can uh, strong arm a call to tell us a story or two. We want to hear yours too because a uh, few laughs, a little venting as well, both needed in 2020. What thing did you catch your coworker doing? What weird thing? Normally, I'll, I'll own up to it. Heck, I'll, maybe I'll just put it all on me. Normally, AJ, sometimes McCall, maybe AJ and McCall, weird coworkers in the building. No denying. For the crumble debated eight on VFX, but everybody at some point has to have a weird coworker, right? Right. Right? Yeah. Like, we have uh, one here, a call here from uh, Ashley. She says, is a living nightmare. Ashley, what did your weird coworker do? I work for the girl. You know how you get people send you dirty email? She actually downloaded to her private file on the company's network. So everybody had access. <sighs> that is a shoot me moment. <laughs> wow. Like, how, why, why? Why are you so dumb? Why are you so dumb? Uh, you can't you can't work there anymore. You can't work in the same no, company. No, you have to you have to quit. You, you have to move across the country. You got to change, change your name. name. Like there is no other option here. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's, that's a tough act to follow a call, but I, I had a feeling you've had a lot of jobs. There's somebody along the way that had to stand out, maybe a few somebodies to be honest. I'm I'm shocked at these stories thus far. So Mine don't really relate nearly as well, but I used to have like, obviously you have the coworkers that would like go to the bathroom for a really long time. Then it ruins your life because you're like, come on, <laughs> look, you're not the only one. Okay. Like I also have to use the restroom, but if you're up there for 45 minutes, I can't do it. <laughs> okay. Um, I remember there was at one point in time, there was a coworker. That I used to work with at the bank. And if they ever just got like, they didn't want to work, which sure, we all get there, right? Mm -hmm. She only worked there for a couple of weeks, but she, (laughs) she would hide underneath like her cubicle. Okay. So there's like, there were like little cubby holes basically. So like if somebody would come in, she would like crouch down as if she was getting into like one of the drawers that was right next to it but she would crouch down and then she would like sink in behind like the cabinets so people couldn't see her so we were like where the heck did amanda go who hadn't been there at least every once in a while yeah but you hadn't been there you couldn't do it four times a day i mean (laughs) ideally no what are you doing (laughs) well i just don't really want to work right now okay uh then don't work here and we'll hire someone else okay (laughs) maybe it's not the job Ooh, for you. It but. was terrible. Wow. We also had people <laughs> that I used to work with that would like go through and like reserve their favorite lollipops because we had the dumb dumb suckers, okay. right? Sure, dibs. I'm with it. But we used to have bags on bags of it. And so they would take time and look through and figure out which candies they wanted and set them all aside. So we would have customers in the line and they would be going through to find which candies were their favorites. Ridiculous. Wow. I was like, what the deal? Again, they also worked there for only a couple of weeks. Uh, good to know that at least in your situation, a lot of them kind of didn't work out long term. I had a boss at my last job who decided that he needed to reveal everyone's information. I got introduced to our production director, guys in charge of making the commercials. And within meeting him, it was like, hi, this is Mike. By the way, he's dating two girls at one time. Yeah, that's not nice. Cool. I don't think Mike wanted me to know that. I'm the new guy, but great. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Mike. What's your secret? Yeah, that's then, not cool. A little bit later, I kid you not, uh, our engineer got, uh, unfortunately, fell for a one of those uh, mail order bride things and was sending some person on the internet a ton of money. 
And the only reason I know oh, that don't do is that. because the boss divulged to everyone, hey, by the way, so-and-so is like falling for this internet scam, and I, I don't know what we need to do. Now, look, I'm not saying we shouldn't have helped him, but like, I don't know what to do either, and I also don't think it's your place to be telling everyone what everybody's business is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not your place, my friend. <laughs> One more for you. Uh, Joe's online. He said he used to work for a pet shop. Okay. But- and something happened. Joe, what was the pet shop? I ain't gonna say which one, but uh, it was like back in the 90s. And seeing this guy take a goldfish out of a fish tank and eat the whole thing live and whole. I don't know why. He, I guess he was bored or something. What? What? <laughs> Those aren't for eating. I don't think they're full of nutritional value. Uh uh. Uh uh. No, no. I'm pretty sure. See, a mine do not even like stack up next to these guys. What in the world? I think for most pet shops, you're mostly required to, you know, breathe, be able to keep a schedule, and then like dole out food. Oh my god! Some other guy messed it up. He's like, you know what? This one's mine. (laughs) Okay, so you you gotta you gotta go through and feed the feed the pets and take care of the pets. Okay. Got it. You you feed. Feed the pets, take care of the pets. Okay, so feed myself with the pets. Got it. Uh, got it. I got it. Take care of them. Uh-huh. No, dude, no. What? That's disgusting. Okay. I uh, I, I knew there were some stories out there, but... Holy cow. Wow. Delivered. Also, I'm not going to look at sushi the same way no. again. <laughs> I'm shocked. I can't. Uh, it's, it's awkward, it's cringy, and it's embarrassing. Luckily, we're not done. A dad messaged the AJ and McCall show and needs a little advice because, mm. well, let's be honest, what teenager doesn't get embarrassed by their parents? Yes. But this one turned into a full-blown argument. Mm. AJ and McCall on VFX. We got a message from a dad that says, the other day I went to answer for a package and I was just wandering around in my comfy clothes, some cut-off sweatpants, no shirt, signed for the package, got it, only for my 15-year-old daughter to see it and then immediately start an argument with me. Because she said that... Because, you know, 15-year-old daughter. Well, yeah, I mean, what teenager isn't embarrassed by their parents? Because, yes, got it. All the time, constantly. Always. Yeah, teenager thing. Existent. (laughs) Got it. Anyway, they got an argument because the daughter said she shouldn't be able to answer the door that way, and you should never be able to uh, scold me for showing off too much skin for what I wear after you did that. Dad came back with, it's my house, it's my front door, I can answer it however I want to. Within reason, of course, he adds. Right. Because, you know, shirtless is a reason. And then storm off, teenager huff, into the room, close the door. Right. You know, we've been there. You've been there. Totally. So, how do you deal with this? (laughs) In the way that I've always dealt with it. That is, not have kids. Um, So, I don't know how to deal with it. Because I feel like, I think she has a point to a point, obviously. Um, Do I think that you should probably put a shirt on to answer the door? Yes. But this, of course, coming from somebody who changed out of sweatpants to go into public. That is true. Um, That being said, though, I don't know. I just feel like. Why are you guys fighting? <laughs> Ricky on the phone. She's a parent. Ricky, what do you think? Um, I think because, yeah, she should not have scolded him because as long as he's wearing, like, sweats and stuff, like, he's a guy. There's a lot of guys that do that. Um, the girl, she shouldn't, she's 15. She shouldn't be able to wear whatever she wants because she needs to, you know, like, she needs to wear clothes that where she's not looking, hate to say it, but, like, slutty or stuff like that, you know, because that just draws unwanted attention <laughs> but right. as a dad he can answer the door that way i i don't see anything wrong with that at all you know my initial thought is i'm like oh thank goodness the robe went out of style because that's what my dad used to wear when i was a kid and there's just <laughs> that thing's all over the place there, that's not even covered it's like having a towel with like no security whatsoever yeah like if it was my dad i would have never gotten mad at him for answering the door like that i don't think she should have fair like so like, as a dude, I'm with you. I would never answer the door no. without a shirt because my normal comfy attire is shirt and some kind of shorts, which is also doubles as, like, if I got to run outside, it's acceptable outside clothing. I, honestly, I don't know where to even fall on this because I don't know what statement to make because I feel like I'm going to make people angry with it. 
I don't think that you should be not wearing a shirt to open the door. I think it is less, almost less weird if you open the door with a robe on. In this case, because you're covering, yes, because you're covering yourself and it's tied, I'm assuming. However, going back, going back to the original statement, talking about the appearance, uh, I don't know. I just feel like you should not, I don't know. I don't know. Look, here's my, uh, from the kids perspective, I got you kids. Rule is you in the house, it's their rules. Yeah. Within reason, obviously. Yes. But- Here's the deal. Uh, it's for kids and parents. Parents trying to look out for kids. Kids, I know, got their set aside. I think parents have gone out of it. Look, I don't know how I would deal with a daughter. Frankly, the thought terrifies me because of decisions and arguments like this. Because I know what, guy, I know what teenage boys think. I do. So that's where the dad's arguing from. He's trying to argue from his best case scenario. And the kid wants to be in style and all that. And I get it, too. So there's a middle ground. And hopefully these two can just cool off for a second and get back together. I mean, yes. And yes, I get where you're coming from. But as being a a teenage girl, it is not my responsibility if the man's brain goes that way. That is not my problem if you can't train it to focus other directions. Like, honestly, I'm not dressing to appease somebody else. That I'm dressing for myself, and that is how it should be, and that is how the statement should be. Honestly, I, I can't. Like, it makes me so infuriated, and it's like a whole bigger conversation that I just can't even get into. You decide for yourself. Send us a message, Utah's VFX, on our social media. Dad answers door to get a package without a shirt. Girl says, 15-year-old teenage girl says, you can't scold me for showing too much skin. Huge argument. Now both storm off. Utah's VFX, all social media. You know, while we're on the subject of kids uh, shocking, maybe frustrating their parents a little bit, who didn't every once in a while drop a bill on their parents and parents are like, what is this? Oops. Frankly, my mom let me know the other day with the girls out of, uh, out of the house. It's kind of nice. Not that she doesn't miss them. Not that she doesn't miss them. But no surprising bills. All of a sudden, they're off on their own doing their own thing. That's not to say that we all didn't have our own. Look, if you're a kid that hadn't run up a cell phone bill or (laughs) dropped a surprise bill on your pants, I'm not encouraging you to do it. I'm just asking, have you really been a kid? No. (laughs) AJ McCall on VFX. My mom let me know the other day. (laughs) I'm going to give her some leeway because I could totally understand. But she's like, you know, it's kind of nice. I don't have a random bill that shows up for some emergency on the credit card or something. Now that the kids are out of the house, they're doing their own thing. Both my sisters have gone off to college. And I'm like, look. (laughs) Five years? Nah, probably like 10 years ago, I'd be like, whoa! At 31 with my own bills and all that, I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm with it. In fact, when we uh, started talking about this, we got a a message from someone. Apparently, uh, not that long ago, they were able to take a small vacation, and they showed up at a candy store. And apparently the way it worked is you got a little bag, right, and you scooped it in. Yeah. Yeah. And then you do like the the weighing and stuff on it, right? Yeah. So the bags apparently, he said, didn't seem that big. It was like seven forty nine a pound. What could go wrong? So we go Uh-oh. to the register Uh-oh. and the bill for all of our candy eighty bucks for a family of how four. Did you know? Okay, for a family of four, I guess that's fine. Um, said, but I was like, how do you not know that there is ten pounds? But I guess between four of them, that's fine. He said, he said he's like at that point, well, I don't want to check it out and just walk away. No. So I bought it, but I, what? What? I was like, all right, yeah, that's fair. That fairs. That's fair. I mean, the one to me that always comes to mind has got to be the cell phone. Especially yeah. if you grew up in the age before unlimited data, text messages, or phone calls. Like, before that was a really common thing. For me, it was text messages. Who didn't run up hundreds of dollars on their parents' bill once, twice? Oh, yeah. Maybe a couple times. Hopefully not more than twice, because then it sounds like you ain't getting a phone for a while. Oh. Both my brother and I did it. In fact, the way that my now in-law parents and my sister-in-law's parents met each other was over a cell phone bill. Oh. My brother and sister-in-law ran it up in high school to $400. Understandably, at that point, we had unlimited text. They didn't, so they came over to talk about it. What a great first meeting. Smartly, nobody brought it up during the wedding. Yeah, that's a great idea. (laughs) I remember when I went over, we had 100 text messages a month. Back in my day, we had 100 text messages a month. And I used all of them. Seems like forever ago. Like back in my day, a good two day, months I'll, ago, I'll I only had that in the morning. P- 
had two months ago i only had four gigs of data or two gigs of data who was constantly going over me <laughs> we upgraded chance on the phone what about you chance you ever dropped a surprise bill on your parents of course i've always ran bills up with my parents <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily be so vocal about confessing multiple times, Chance, but what was the most recent one? Oh, it probably had to be a cell phone bill. Ah. Those will get you. They will. Yep. Not, not that I'm not that I'm saying that you didn't have any fault in this, Chance. You should obviously learn your lesson and apologize to your parents, but no, yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> All right. Don't worry, parents, we got you, because parents there chance was just like Yeah, of course. Yeah, totally. Like badge of honor over there. Well, no, 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 Chance. Crushed no. it. No chance. That's not a good thing. We're keeping that quiet. We got you. So let this be a lesson to teenagers. Don't. It may happen, but that doesn't excuse it. Everybody else has done it, but it's still not a good thing. So, you know, be wary of whatever it could be. I don't even know what it would be now. What's the latest thing to run? I think at this point, it's just like. Unless you have unlimited. unlimited. So make sure you're on the Wi-Fi. That's our parent advice for the day. (laughs) J. McCall. VFX. Which one of your posts is going to end up on the VFX Facebook page? AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us. We like, comment, and share. Best one makes it on VFX, so you get to be famous for the day. Yeah. So, McCall, what do you have to offer? Um, I actually landed on our friend Sydney's post, and it's a sleeping meme with the brain, right? Where you get the cartoon. Oh, yes. Uh, so it's brain. sleeping, sleeping brain are we falling where it's like stacked on top of each other so it looks like it's shaking person shaking like they're they're waking up brain sorry my bad person eyes wide open literally did that last night i did too uh, dustin was like whoa are you okay and i was like yeah <laughs> stupid, brain. <laughs> stupid brain why you do that to me I very let, rude yeah it is i landed on my friend cody it's a i think it's a tweet originally uh-huh. child what's that me holding on to an oreo milkshake it's spicy. You won't like it. It's spicy. You won't like it. You can win because I like that the best because I have used that before. Oh, it's spicy. You won't like it. What would be the thing you'd want to defend the most if you ever had kids or you were babysitting a bunch of nieces and nephews or something? Uh, probably just like any sort of sweets because I I don't love sweets, but right. every once in a while I get a, like a hankering for them. So oh, I'm going to say that. Oh. My eyes are watering right now because this is so spicy. So spicy. You can't have it. Sweets would be It'll good. hurt your brain. Ice cream. No, 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 no. This is, uh, it's adult ice cream. It's like, adult kind. It's just. You, you can't have it. Can't, it's just the way it is. It's the law. Sorry. Yep. I'm, that's, I'm sorry. Why do you have some broccoli? Yeah, uh, have this. It's, <laughs> it's less spicy. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, at us across all social media, just like Utah's VFX across all social media. Check out TikTok Tuesday to side. Who did the best a day in the life challenge between AJ and McCall? It's on all our social media. Follow us as well. Tell you get entered in for those Serenoni blanket giveaways, which look, it's getting cold and they're nice. Yeah. And they're warm. They are. Utah's VFX. The picks are due tomorrow for the VFX High School Pick'em Contest, utahsvfx.com. You're running out of time to get qualified for that 65-inch TV from Lynn's Audio Video. To get to utahsvfx.com, where you can stream us online, find the podcast, or search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are. You know, I bet producer Butters would use that spicy thing on us right now. Oh, yeah. Not even as kids. Like, he would have hey, something uh, be like, there's uh, donuts. Uh, uh, they're spicy. You can't uh, have them. Program directors only. Haha. <laughs> program directors only. Well, they're, too, they're too spicy for on air. <laughs> Till tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.